What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to an extra special episode of the What the Fanboy Show. Extra special. I'm. I mean, what makes this one? Extra it, we're talking special? about Lord of the Rings things. We stuff did give us cookies though. Yes. Bingo. Chocolate chip cookies, fresh chocolate chip, hot, melt in your mouth, burn your fingertips, chocolate mine, chip cookies. Mine melted in my hand. I ate mine in one bite. Mine like fell apart, <laughs> but it was delicious. I do regret not having uh, the video stream <laughs> happening for Luke's one bite, but unfortunately, we'll just, you'll have to use your imagination. But yeah, yeah. Uh, here in a here in a bit, we'll talk a lot about uh, the Rings of Power, and that's pretty exciting <clears> to me. I'm very hyped. As are these guys. We've been talking about it nonstop for like 20 minutes. <laughs> we have <laughs> here before the show starts. So the pre-show show that nobody gets to watch. Yeah, it's just for us. But anyways, how was your guys' week? It's good. That's good. It was really good. You, what'd good. you do? Uh, well, I played Destiny for most of the week days. Uh, but this weekend I was super busy. Uh, I had family in town, lots of the extended family. Uh, a while back, my grandmother passed away, and we had the memorial service this weekend. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I learned a lot of things about my grandma, too. My dad told a story about how she learned how to uh, do, learn basic on the computer, which I did not know, which I was extremely impressed by. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good weekend, especially getting to see the extended family. Um. It was good. And I'm a little tired. I golfed I, I, yesterday. Go- you golfed? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. That was awesome. Walked three miles. What so is, that's my workout for the year. Do you, it was Hillsboro, so. Oh, gotcha. Do you like right, golfing? Yes. Are you good at it? No. <laughs> you're not terrible at it, though, either. I'm average, I guess. See, I'm just... It's the first time I've played in, like, two years, and I thought play I did golf? okay. No. Oh, I, I golf. We needed to, to a golf outing. <laughs> Luke and I played golf several times. I golf. I golf once every five or six years with like my dad and sister and. Do we need to make a family golf outing? Sure, I'd go. I'll be awful. Just bring a cooler beer. It'll be good. It's not actually or true. I'm, golf is one of those things where I don't enjoy it, but I'm not. I'm not that bad at it either, for only playing once every ten years. I haven't played since my shoulder surgery. I've hit golf balls, like I went out to a driving range, but I've not played. Yeah, I played for the first time in like two years. I thought I actually did. I was pretty impressed with myself, actually. It was fun, though. We were all just kind of making fun of each other. It was great. My nice. dad won. Sorry, I'm reading the, the chat. Let's just get this out of the way. We feel great about returning to Middle Earth. Uh, <laughs> hell yes, we do. <laughs> yes. I certainly yes. do. I do, I do as well. So very hyped. Um, besides that, what else did I do? I feel like I did something else. And we, I can't we remember had a what it was. Golf segment there. I'm going to what the golf boy. Uh, I guess I played Destiny with Tyler. That was fun. I did play some Destiny. Me and Lucky got to take you through the Grasp of Avarice dungeon and which, watch me die over and which over again. Is one of the funnest things to do with somebody who hasn't done it. Yeah. It was hilarious just watching you. Set off traps and die every couple seconds. Yeah, it was fun for me too. (laughs) I was not there, but I did get to listen in, and Lepke was dying of laughing. Dude, I think I thought Lepke was actually like going to die. He started, (laughs) he like mid dungeon, like, dude, I'm getting a nosebleed from laughing so hard. And I was like, what? Like, dude, no. No, it was fun though. I had a good time doing that. 
that all you did? You got anything else you want to add? Play I don't. D and D. Oh yeah, we played D and D. Yeah, another another session. Still alive. Yeah. <laughs> None of us have died yet, which is good. It was a nice, you know, we can, we we beat our first monster at the end of the last session, so this was kind of a nice recoup and. I, I feel like yeah. we might be in for it on the next one. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, the map got pulled up and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> it's like, I don't know about this tonight. It was like already 11. I was yeah. like, oh, maybe not. But that no, was fun. Yeah, indeed. indeed. Uh, JT, I don't know why we're not bungee friends. You should definitely. Bungee friends, friends. You should. You should. Yeah. Send us in. I still not sent my bungee friend code to anybody because I don't think about it when I get on. I need to do that. Well, to, to be fair, you've you've only started playing Destiny. I think again I played a like week ago. Two, so. two sessions <laughs> since I've been back on. No, well, I also played Destiny this week. I played with um someone here in the in the chat, Easton, um a little bit as we kind of march our way towards playing uh, King's Fall. Uh, it was a lot of fun, yeah. and playing with these guys, of course, is always great. So. Love loving where Destiny's at right now. Feels good having all of the light 3.0 classes. Feels good with that skill-based matchmaking. I didn't have a problem with it. It's because we're all average. 20 plus kills every game. Uh, I just think everybody needs to calm down when it comes to anything that revolves around matchmaking. That's fair. Get over it. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing, like new thing I did this week was uh, Claire and I watched... Claire's my six-year-old daughter you have a daughter i know oh my gosh <laughs> i can't believe you've not met her um we watched the new lego star wars summer vacation special uh which is kind of in the same vein as the holiday special uh the lego star wars holiday special and it kind of <laughs> follows the group post episode nine um of course like, everyone's there. So, like, Han is still there. And, oh, maybe spoilers for people who haven't watched Star Wars. The Emperor is still there. He's back again, again, again. Somehow he's returned. They actually make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it has a nice little lesson. And, you know, it's cute for kids. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if you're an adult wanting to watch something that's Star Wars. If you're going to do that, if you, if you want to watch something that's, like, I need... Some Star Wars, but I'm not like feeling like movies. Go watch Visions again, or for the first time. I watched that again this week, and Star Wars Visions is fantastic. Or Clone Wars. Yeah, but that's like 13 hours of someone's life. So, for a season? Clone Wars has is like five seasons. It's yeah, more than 13 seasons. hours worth of watching. <laughs> yeah. I think one season is 13 okay, hours. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's a lot Fair longer. Fair enough. It it's was, seven seasons, by it the was way. A th- it was a made-up number. <laughs> I know that, because I'm on season two <laughs> of Clone Wars. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Is that all you did? I really didn't do that much. Else. Yeah, I grind okay, a lot cool. of Destiny. I played a little bit of Destiny with you guys. Um, I'm so glad everybody's playing Destiny right now. I... <laughs> Watch some more Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. I forgot you were watching that. Yeah. About five episodes deep right now. Let's so. go. Um, and then I wanted... I talked a while back about Madden 23. Uh, very quickly, I wanted to come back to that. I finished my first season, so I've played through, like, the new features that they've added for the off season. Yeah. Um, which is, like, the new free agency update. 
I really like it. I think it's really good. Like they allow you to evaluate your offers so you can actually like actively negotiate with players, which is really cool. Can you take your salary in Bitcoin <clears throat> in the game? Um, I don't think you can do that yet. Or the made up cryptocurrency that they add in the game because they probably don't want to <laughs> say the word Madden Bitcoin coin or something. Yeah, I know, but like it's really interesting how um how they've changed kind of each player's like hierarchy of interests. Mm. So like a player will be interested in you because you've won a Super Bowl or because of where you're located, like warm weather states or things like that. So. It's really cool. It adds a little bit more diversity to the free agency period. It also allows it to be a little more interactive than it has been. It used to be you make a few offers and then you just advance to the next week because you don't have enough money once your offers go. But now you can like in that week evaluate your offers, see where you stand with the player, um, renegotiate, try to give them more money or less money or whatever. Um, it's really cool. I really liked it. I won a Super Bowl my first year. That was awesome. Um, started my second season and it's a little bit harder, but I'm having a good time. I, I really like Madden 23, despite all of its kind of quirky glitches in the menus. <laughs> I've seen some good ones in game, too, but I've not run into any of those. Um, other than that, I watched a lot of college football and released uh, my first two episode week shows of the Big 12 Takeover podcast that I do um, over on YouTube. Plug. And then, <laughs> and then I today watched Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Ended edition with my nice. brother. Who watched it for the first time. Who, yes, who was watching it for the first time, and I am extremely jealous. I wish I could have that feeling again. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was really cool to kind of see him. It's cool when you get to share something with someone, especially your younger brother, for mm-hmm. the first time, and it's something that means so much to you. Yep. So, uh, really, really enjoyed it. That movie is Booyah. Um, I can't wait to watch the two. And then I watched Rings of Power, of course. Yep. The Rings of Power. The Rings of Power. All right. I see Easton's yesing The Last Airbender. Dude, the show's <clears throat> goaded. show's it's, great. It's, yeah. Way ahead of its time, too. Very excited and slightly nervous for that live action thing that's coming out from Netflix on it. Here's the thing. We already got... The worst version of it. <laughs> it can't be worse. And it can't be worse. There's if it's worse, Touché. they deserve an award. <laughs> if it's a worse. Oh my. Okay. Well, move on to some trailers. Keep things moving. Yes. We ain't got. We ain't got to. You know, linger. Um. I just I saw two trailers this week. Um, one was a. Uh, they're both from Netflix. Because, again, Netflix puts out... A movie a week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the first was The Imperfects. And Luke and I watched this one. And, and Luke was just like, is this is this just New Mutants? <laughs> it looks like oh, garbage. This came out a while back, right? I don't, Did there was a new one. one. There may have been a new one. There was a teaser that I remember I seeing. I remember the teaser, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. And it, it just... Yeah, it just kind of gives off new mu- new mutants vibes. Imagine like the new mutants as a CW show, but it's just like looks like a flaming piece of crap. <laughs> That's all I saw. Yeah, I remember seeing that trailer and going, "Oh no!" Like specifically, I highly doubt a season two will be greenlit. Me too. <laughs> yeah, uh, big thumbs down. 
for me. Yeah, on this down. trailer, there's there was not. <laughs> hey, Kate State fan. Here. Not a not a lot there to to like. Um, the other trailer that I saw is called White Noise. Um, this is a Noah Baumbach film uh, again for Netflix, uh, starring Adam Driver. And I loved their last collaboration, so yeah. I'm I'm here for this one. Uh, definitely looks intriguing. There's not a it's still like it's like a first trailer, so there's not a ton there. But from what I'm seeing, I like it. Thumbs up. Yeah. Give it a thumbs up too. I felt like it was a first contact vibe. A little bit, yeah. Like they're all like looking up at the sky and then except it's probably a character study on how we would react to it. Yeah. Is it a prequel to marriage story? <laughs> <laughs> Making that a now we know where everything that movie came from. Okay. Exactly. Aliens actually showed up. Did you guys have any other trailers? I have one. Yeah. Um, Hit me with it. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, oh <laughs> I, yeah. I intentionally shoved the, shoveled this out of my brain, and now you've brought it back. You've dropped it in the hole that I got it out of. Man, if I had to pick something like the Imperfects or this, <laughs> I would have a hard time. I would go with this because it's less time commitment. That's true. That's true. This is like probably an hour and a half of your time versus Man, maybe 10 hours. It looks so bad. Um, yeah. I, I didn't think it could look worse than like the idea. I, you, you had kind of said that too. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, oh, this looks so bad. And then like right about the same time my message sent, you were like, I wasn't expecting this to look good, but it looks worse than my expectations. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, it looks horrible. Like, and apparently Pooh and Piglet eat Eeyore or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Supposedly they've got... And they're out to murder Christopher Robin. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like... And apparently, how do you think? (laughs) Apparently, they want to make a Peter Pan type thing too. No, don't ruin it, please. There is. I don't know why I said that. I'm not. I wouldn't watch it. I was saying we just need to ignore it. This is what happens when Winnie the Pooh. Yes, you're correct. That is accurate. (laughs) Yes. No, no lie. Look what I have written here. I don't have Pooh, but I have Winnie the P O O. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Public domain is. Great and sometimes <laughs> terrifying. So, I'm just, I honestly can't believe someone convinced someone else to give them money to make this. How much, but good for it, them. Does it have a Winnie the Pooh? This, it honestly gives me like straight to DVD vibes, but someone was like, because it's Winnie the Pooh, like, we'll be able to get, you know, we'll be able to put it out in theaters around Halloween or something. In any case, yuck. Some spoiled honey right there. Yes, indeed. Tyler, did you have any other Man, trailers? just, like, the costumes look horrible, too. I know it's, like, super low budget. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. this it's movie just like was a made for, like, $50,000, probably. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks pretty rough. Um, yes, yes, Starkey, agreed. Bane. <laughs> um, um, no, I don't have any other trailers, no, but I, I have some news. Well, then let's, let's uh, transition over to news. So I'll start my news with a not news story. Ooh, um, a not news. The Rick and Morty and God of War crossover yeah. ad is not something I expected, but I thought it was pretty funny. It was good. I think they're. I think um, Rick and Morty inserting themselves into different things, especially in advertising, works really well. It's really on brand for them. 
Yeah. I don't particularly love when they do those kind of things in their show, but I think especially outside of their show, it's really funny. They're little funny little bits. Yeah. No, it, I was not expecting to see that, and it made me chuckle. Yep. Yep. You got some next? I do. So this week it was uh, kind of the breaking story over, well, there was a couple, but the Russo Brothers Citadel project over at Amazon um, has ballooned to a $200 million dollar plus budget uh, so this is a series um right. and <laughs> are the russos going to become known for just like overdone budgets? budgets yeah they're, they're the the antithesis to michael bay yeah <laughs> which is so it's so fascinating to me that like i i guess that's just what success does at a certain like at a certain point when everyone's trying to get I don't know content from you um what's already got some spinoffs planned I would say between three spinoffs this and Netflix like the fact that the Russos have kind of just exited traditional movie making I mean I I get like this is a a series um and these days you don't make those kinds of big series for TV you make it for a streamer um, but dang, <laughs> I think I tweeted out about this and I'm just disappointed. I feel like you're not mad. You're just disappointed. <sighs> or are you a little mad too? Amazon got, I'm just, fr- I'm just frustrated. It, it just seems like a lack of, uh, self-control or restraint when it comes to what these companies are willing to invest for what is obviously not making up for in return. I mean, last week we talked about how bad HBO Max has has been for the bottom line of Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers Discovery. You know, Netflix and it's failing, you know, it's losing subscribers now. Like we're we're past the peak. We're downhill now. It's not going to stop. There ain't no rebound going in the down. current in the current climate. So going downhill, it just seems irresponsible to throw that yeah, much money goals. at these projects. In any case, rant over. Is it? I apologize. You done? Do you want to revisit? Happy, does someone have a happy story? Do you want to revisit it later? <laughs> I would love to. Okay, <laughs> I have kind of a happy story, but I probably not really. I don't know. Um, it's actually not really about a movie or a show but it's something we all use and that is twitter is getting an edit button (laughs) that's like that's super welcome news though but um the edit feature is only rolling out to twitter blue subscribers of course right now or forever Uh, it's gonna be forever that's dumb i guess i'll never have at least it's gonna be for a while you know what you know what's great about the place i'm at right now i have so few followers that I can just delete it yeah. and retype it, and it's fine. Same. That's what I do anyway, so that works for me. I also kind of have a happy story, um, at least for me, and I think some people who've kind of been away from this series for a bit. Assassin's Creed Mirage leaked. Yeah. Um, and then 
Ubisoft came out and just confirmed it. Yep, it's happening. We're going to show you more on September 10th at our Ubisoft Forward. So that's the second part of this news story. There is an Ubisoft Forward next Saturday, September 10th. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already passed. But Assassin's Creed Mirage is, I guess, said to be more back to kind of what the series used to be, um, which is a very welcome... Uh, Sprinting with right trigger? Just more of like <laughs> Assassin's Creed Brotherhood type... One city, this is your thing. It's not like this giant open world thing. I, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to see what they show at the forward because... Yeah. And and the other the last thing they said, you know, because they're not saying much yet, is it'll be more focused on stealth, which these l- recent games have lacked that mm. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they said that when Origin came out. Um, if they did, they lied. <laughs> that it'd be about stealth? Yeah. No, I I don't know which part of it because if it was smaller or because I feel the whole thing with Origin was that it was an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. And Origin, Odyssey, and Valhalla were all RPGs. Yeah. But Mirage is said to be more of the classics, you know, Assassin's Creed two through Black Flag Mm -hmm. type game. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that's really exciting. Dead Fist needs an edit button. Yes. Yes. Yes, he does. I, I can agree. You can with attest that. to that? Yes. Yes. I only have a couple more. I, I, yeah, it was a fairly slow news week. It was ha- pretty quiet. How about another sad story? Oh, okay. Hit us with it. Uh, there's no DC fandom this year. Oh. Uh, not that anybody's really surprised. I was going to say, but this was one of those, like... I think the saddest part about this is Brett can't stand us up this year. I can't, I can't like, Welcome promise to, and get You can't be like, excited. yeah, I'm going to be there, and then not show up. Welcome to DC <laughs> Fandom 2022. Ezra Miller, why don't you come on out? <laughs> Hey guys, just wanted to say sorry. <laughs> that should be their only fandom event. Like it should be like the fandom banner, everything, and then that's all that happens. It's a up three. next. It's Amber Heard, come on out. <laughs> oh, that's that would be quite hilarious. That yeah. Oof. Um. That now I'm trying to think of like every disgraced DC cast member and having them. Ray Fisher could come out. <laughs> Him and Walter Hamada, <gasps> him and Walter Hamada could have a celebrity boxing match since oh. that's like the new craze. Yeah. Um, Walk of shame. There was a Easy game handle. that was pretty popular for a little while, Splitgate. Um, yes. Splitgate developers, and I can't remember the studio name, but they've stopped major development on the game. They'll do small patches moving forward. Um, their plan is to move their resources to a sequel built in Unreal Engine Five. This is th- I'm, this is a good change. This is a good change. This, yeah, is, this good. is smart. This is smart business. Like um, I think they've done a good job of supporting that game. Yes, and I think they're doing a good job of building their fan base. Um, and I think allocating your resources to update your platform is always a good choice. Yeah, especially when you become as popular as it is, they're very quick on changes yeah. on updates on providing things and that gets harder the bigger your game gets especially when it's built in your studio. as a as a as a you know in a college dorm kind of yeah, environment yeah. like this is just made by a couple guys they have the ability to be agile because of how small they are yeah um and when you can do that you can make decisions like this um and smart to do it amidst halo completely falling apart so that was going to be my next story <laughs> We uh we got a little developer update from three four three and they should stop doing those. Well, I think <clears throat> they're trying to be more transparent than a criticism. Um, 
We're going to be more transparent. Here's only bad news. <laughs> right. Uh, season, Here's us going back on a promise. Season three has been delayed until March. Um, and in the interim, from November to then, is going to be a kind of a holiday-themed, free-for-everyone battle pass. Um, you know, it kind of feels like a... Uh, a light season in terms of Halo, like especially since it's a, like a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have out. they have been real slow on their. Um, no, like a nine. How long has season pass. two been? It'll be six months by the time it's done. They're adding another thirty tiers to the battle pass. Right. Yeah, the new one, and it'll be free. Yep. Good thing I've not done completed oh, the first one. Free. Oh, free. And then, sadly, they also announced that they were dropping development of um, split screen, local co-op split screen. Um, so you'll still be able to do uh, co-op via Xbox Live, but if, you know, Luke came over and was like, let's play couch co-op. I would do definitely that. do that. You can't do that. My that daughter, was gonna. That was gonna be my, the first thing I was gonna do. My daughter would love it. She loves running around, and I set her up in a like a little custom training, uh, training map. With little AI bot, the AI bots who you just turn you off. Turn them up to Master Chief. Yeah. Just <laughs> you just, wreck you your just turn them off so they can't do any damage, <laughs> and she just loves having infinite grapple hook grappling around. That that could have been fun, a fun thing to do with her. Um, you know, in the campaign, she could be grappling around. I could just go around and just kind of. Keep her safe from the bad guys, and but nope, can't do that. And didn't they say that was going to be a priority in every game moving forward or whatever? Yeah. Yep. Sure big, was. That big, was a big. That was a big selling point on Infinite. That's a big oof. It's a big oof. When do you think Microsoft considers moving it off of three four three? I. What do they? What do they do with? I mean, they're going to give it to the Bethesda. They do the they do the thing which they did with the coalition where they do they did they build a developer they build a studio around an IP. So I don't know. I mean, I guess you shutter half of the studio. Let what's left continue on MCC maybe because they have experience with it. But I, it's not pretty. I think it's. I think it's more likely. And what would be more useful is seeing some uh, management changes. Yeah, I think is my is my guess. I think you'll see that, and I think you'll see a lot more Halo veterans being recruited back mm. to try and flip the script a little bit. But I don't. I I'm starting to think it might be too late. Halo is starting to feel like it's in a pretty pretty uh, dangerous territory. Halo yeah. Infinite Two. <laughs> Point oh. Halo infinitely <laughs> infinite, but <laughs> Halo infinite, but it's a little more inf infinite. <laughs> they could just make it Halo Infinity when they, <laughs> when they feel like it's finally ready, or just name it Halo Infinite and then rebrand Halo Infinite as Halo Finite. <laughs> We're laughing, but like it does, it is a, laugh. it's a, hiding real pain. It's a big <laughs> bummer, and I, and I I'm not think, in very much pain. I I think bummed. what's more likely is they. Sp Spin off multiplayer as its own thing. It drops Halo. They drop Infinite. It just becomes Halo multiplayer. 
Um, it still stands free to play. They have a team dedicated to that, and they scrap Infinite, and they start moving forward on the next thing. Halo Combat evolved every six months. <laughs> so that's my S- guess. Colon still evolving. I have one more news story before my news story relevant to Rings of Power. Go for it. The showrunner of House of the Dragon is leaving after season one to go work on other Game of Thrones things. So this is uh, Michael Shiplocklick? Michael Michael Jordan? No. I think you're the only person watching it here, so I was definitely relying relying on you. For sure. For this part. (laughs) Um, He's really good. He did uh, quite a few of the... Uh, as a director, he obviously was not showrunner for the end of Game of Thrones, but he was a director for um, some of those bigger Game of Thrones episodes. Um, he was very reluctant to do House of the Dragon. It was kind of a, they dragged him back in. Um, Did they use a dragon? I think so. I they think probably they, threatened him with it. I'm pretty sure they used a Brinks truck. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that money, used money, once money, or money. twice. But back in that mofo up on the driveway (laughs) i think that it was obviously a good move on warner brothers part to get him back the show is great um and i'm enjoying game uh lord of the rings as well so like i think these both stand in their own respective camps as like great fantasy shows um at the same time it sounds like it was really grueling it was a pretty quick turnaround for a show of this size um especially during COVID and all that hot mess. Uh, I do not think this is a commentary on the quality or the perceived quality of future seasons. Um, I don't, it doesn't really worry me. I think they're, they've got their footing and they can start running now with it. What comes out first? The next season of Game of Thrones or the next season of Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Boom roasted! <laughs> or the next Game of Thrones show <laughs> might even beat the next season of Halo. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my last news story I've got was that Brendan Gleeson is joining Joker 2. Okay. <laughs> I know you guys don't care about that. I particularly am not that excited about this, but I thought it was a big enough casting announcement that it was... Brendan Gleeson's good. He's good. He's good. Do we think this movie actually happens? Yeah. The first one made a billion dollars. Yeah. That's true. I always forget that. (laughs) And I love that movie. I like that movie. I don't forget that, and I thought that movie was completely average. (laughs) I enjoyed that movie. Okay, my last news story, uh, heading into Rings of Power discussion. Uh, The Rings of Power launched on Amazon to... Whopping numbers of 25 million viewers. Yeah. So, for context... (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we should have made it so we could, like, actually just look That would have been cool. Um, That is so heavy. The same same number of viewers that the first episode of House of the Dragon had after a week. Rings of Power had in a day. Oh, did you want it? Sure. Um, it's so heavy with the weight. Which I think just speaks to the... <laughs> I work with a guy who has this wedding band. The power of, of that brand of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So, pretty impressive stuff. Do you I know mean, where I got that ring? 
Uh, How I told you? Target. Scholastic Book Reading Club. Ooh, so Scholastic Book Fair. For my... Ooh, I don't remember which birthday Target. it was. So whatever birthday... Did it come with the bookmark? You no. just cut it off and put it on a chain? <laughs> Walmart. So for my birthday, I think Amazon. it was... Amazon.com. The Shire. Y'all. The One Ring.net. <laughs> <laughs> go get my sword and i'm gonna go get my harley quinn inflatable hammer okay so oh yeah i remember that thing whichever year that return of the king came out my birthday is in january at the very beginning of january and it came out in december so for that birthday my parents took me and about 10 of my friends to the midnight premiere of return of the king and here in wichita and you stole it from a small child my so they had a, a couple of these that they were like handing out and my my uh, this was high school middle school <laughs> i don't know <laughs> at the time what so what I, <laughs> he's he's playing with his t-shirt because i have a shark i have a shark on my shirt <laughs> and so i'm trying to like level it up with my computer shark's gone Sorry. A visual gag for our audio <laughs> listeners interrupting my story. Thank it's a visual you gag so much. live on Twitch. Yes. Come hang out. My girlfriend at the time asked the theater manager if she could have one to give to me. So, like, in front of the theater before the movie started, they were like, and for, you know, Brett and celebrating his birthday here tonight, you know, woo! Everyone clapped and cheered, and then they gave me this. So, so Return was, of the King. That was like 30 years premiere, ago. 100 years ago. <laughs> I dare you to click that link. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a .gov. It's got to be safe, right? Wait, there's a MiddleEarth.gov? <laughs> I'm not clicking on it. I'll let you do that. Yeah, so I guess... That was a very long-winded way to get to it wouldn't have been. It would not have been long-winded had I not been interrupted by a shark story. Jaws was back in theaters this past weekend. I'm just staying with the times. Okay. It's Fair enough. Rings of Power came out. What did you guys think? It did. It came out. First two episodes. Yes. Dropped on the 1st of September. This is, this is a show that I was extremely nervous for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just so pleasantly surprised with how much it delivered for me, um, pretty much on every level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it. Um, who was it at the beginning of the show mentioned be happy to be back in middle earth. Uh, that perfectly sums up my feelings. Yeah. Um, and then my, the, the final little, you know, note I have is there's just, there's not a character I don't like, mm. which I didn't expect. Yeah. Like with most fantasy shows, there's characters you're just like, yeah, I don't really care about them. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just move on from this part of the show. But I didn't feel like that in these two episodes. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Yep. Agreed. It's a lot of setup. I think I heard maybe the most. Um, there's a lot of trolling and Bom review bombing. Review bombing on the internet. But I think I think one criticism I heard that I I could believe. Um, was that it, it felt pretty slow, it was maybe a little boring, but these these first two episodes were very much set up. And yeah. you, you, I mean, it's we're taking its time, it's a five-season show, this isn't a, hey, we're one and done, 
Mm-hmm. They're already working on season two. Aren't season they? two yeah. is well underway, and you know, <clears throat> filming or not done. They're filming in um, England, I think, this time, not New Zealand. There's some drama there. Tax but... drama. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Dell Star in the chat said, "I basically squeeze the entire time." Yes, <laughs> uh, the amount of goosebumps I got yeah. was insane. It's, like, there's it's, the little intro Galadriel is talking about in the mm-hmm. beginning. I was just like, <laughs> It was great. It was great. Yeah, I think the cast, like you said, the characters are all good. I think the cast embody those characters really well, especially the ones that are kind of coming back. Obviously, Elrond, Celebimbor, uh, and Galadriel were all kind of secondary. I mean, in a, in, a, in a way, maybe tertiary characters in The Lord of the Rings. We only got to maybe see one kind of aspect of them. Um, but I think was so Grimbor in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I do not remember him. He's, he's in the in, Mordor game too. He's in. Where is he at? Isn't he in? Is he in the Two Towers? No. So is he the one who make re, repairs Andoril? No, isn't he? He's the one with Galadriel. Oh, his in Lothlorien. Yeah. Oh gosh. Am I am I mis I may be mistaken. I there. have no idea. I don't even know if they ever say his name in the movie. I could be wrong. But I will know in a moment because I Googled it. And Google's good at like finding stuff, man. It is it is pretty good. It's better than Siri. Siri just takes you to Google. <laughs> Portrayals and adaptations. He's in games. He's in Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Maybe not. He's Who is the that one elf? in the forest? Who is that elf? Is he in the Hobbit movies and not? No, it's not Lee Pace's character. Um, we're gonna spend some time <laughs> looking up where he fits. Oh, Celeborn. My mistake. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll allow it because those are very similar. It's almost like fantasy naming conventions. Right, right. right. Or oh my goodness. Maybe he's okay. Celebrimbor's son. <laughs> Probably. Could, could he's be. just like, I'm just going to take a shorter name. He is in the games, though. Okay. So. Like, pretty pretty central to the story of yeah. the video games. Yeah. Um, one of the things I love, you kind of talked about, like, goosebumps and stuff. If you If you know anything <laughs> about. The Cimmerillion, which this Mufasa. this show, hand me that, is not about. Um, this is this takes place during the Second Age. The show, the Cimmerillion, takes place during the First Age. So this is, but the intro of the first episode had so many little things in there that if you knew what you were looking for, it was just it was great. I think I'm. Too so this book is like Mo- Morgoth, Morgoth, Golgoroth. <laughs> this is like a Morgoth. almost Morgoth. like an appendix of information. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's kind of a. I'm probably too stupid to read this book. I guarantee I am. It's 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 more like a textbook. Like, oh my gosh! In, but they have some narrative in there. Narrative, narrative, form, narrative uh, storytelling in there. What what did you guys have a favorite moment? All of it. Yeah, uh, the moment where I hit play on the first episode. I guess we're not we're not doing any spoilers, so if it's a spoiler moment, don't say anything. I, yeah, I, I think just hitting play <laughs> on the first episode and it starting and immediately feeling like I was right back where I was all those years ago. It's just so refreshing. Yeah. Um, without getting 
in the weeds and talking too much details. But I guess uh, actually, I guess character moments was meeting uh, Aaron Deer, the elf. Isn't that how you say his name? Let me see if I butchered this. Yeah, Aaron Deer. Aaron Deer. Yep. He's the, the elf soldier. Yeah. The one um, with the watch, the guard, the, the watch hang, guard. The watch, hanging yeah. out in Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think just meeting him and kind of anything all, he did oh, between the two, epi- across the two episodes were probably my favorite moments. Yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he's he's great. I really like his, kind of his demeanor um, as a character, as well as I just love that his, like, his motivation is really simple. Um, he likes the girl. Yeah, he likes, <laughs> he's, he's in love, and, There's, but, but he's also, like, not, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's heavy-handed, like, he loves a woman, but he's all he, he wants to do what's right. Part of part he's of just like uh, a, a very good person. What Lord of the Rings is as like kind of a high fantasy story is that often characters are really driven by honor and duty, and you know it's kind of and Game of Thrones plays on the opposite. It's like people are selfish. People do what they want, and so sometimes, especially in movies, because there's just not a lot of time to explore those deep personal things. Uh, high fantasy characters feel very like I'm a stick in the mud and I am doing my thing because it's just who I am and there's not a lot of dimension there and I'm, I'm really excited to see how these characters um, show that balance of I have a simple want or a simple need um, Gladriel's is pretty, pretty bound in honor at this point but um, like you said, some especially some of these in, invented characters, they're, they're characters who were not in mm-hmm. any texts um, of Tolkien's beforehand. I think they have a lot of room to really explore what are some of those personal needs and desires that they have and can play with mm-hmm. throughout the series. Speaking of Galadriel, I freaking love her. And I love the actress that is playing her. Um, mainly because... It's like spot on to a young Kate Blanchett. Yes, dude. Oh my There's gosh, a shot where they like just show her face right here, and it's like I think they might have gotten <laughs> Kate Blanchett for that one. Yeah, it's weird. Like, um, and going back and watching Fellowship today, I was like, this is so yeah. odd, so odd. Yeah, and I I just think she's great. She nails. Um, I love. I like her voice too. I find it very soothing. There's. <laughs> I like listening to her talk. There's a there's a part when kind of after her initial little adventure, she's back in the in the forest with Elrond, and they're having this conversation. I like Elrond too. And she the He's way funny. the way she presents herself, the way she stands, the way she turns, it it's so Kate Blanchett. It's so Galadriel. Um, it's so Galadriel. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it, it it adds to that illusion. Yeah. It adds to that. Um, royalty type feel yeah, yeah. regal regal there you go the regal myth you. gotcha babe yeah I, I guess secondary moment for me is uh breaking the rocks in uh, yeah singer target i don't remember what it's called in casa Dum. oh yeah they went there and i was like yeah <laughs> something bad's gonna happen <laughs> here. also super cool to see that like alive yeah dude it was so pretty it was awesome. yeah I loved that because I, I feel like a traditional, like, if I think what Peter Jackson did worked really well yeah. for Casa Doom and even um, 
the Moya? Lonely Mountain. Hmm. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this felt like here's here's a dwarven city that's being lived in. Yeah. yeah. And how they used light in there, and they had you know there's greenery, water and greenery yeah. and life, and it just it felt really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. And maintain that aesthetic that we know and love. Yeah, and it, like I think if you've not watched um, Lord of the Rings recently, like watching because I watched Rings of Power episode one, and then I watched Fellowship between that and episode two, am I like? My enjoyment was enhanced by a lot after mm-hmm. watching Fellowship, especially going back to Cause of Doom. It's yeah. like, man, this is, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of a perfect parallel, but I'd recommend that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool. For sure. Real quick, we, something we haven't really talked about, visuals and music. So here, here's something interesting. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the main theme during the opening credits... It's fine, which is what Howard Shore did, yeah. who did all the music in The Hobbit and Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. But I think Bear McGreary is crushing it. Absolutely. Um, That's who did this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know what he's done, he did God of War, the video game soundtrack, the newest one, and he did uh, King of the Monsters. Yep. Um, the movie for King of the Monsters, whatever, but that soundtrack it slaps. slaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> You should check this out. He did some blogs about scoring it. Ooh. I feel like that's Ooh. like right up your alley. I follow a yeah. few people on uh, music, like orchestra music Twitter, and like they do like deep dives into themes and leitmotifs, and they're eating up his work. <laughs> and I think it just goes to show like there are like music matters. And yeah. if you do it right it can really have an impact beyond oh that sounded cool yeah (laughs) Yeah. and i just i think it's really impressive that i i thought howard shore was doing all the music Mm. and then i finished the first episode and his name popped up and i was like oh wow (laughs) freaking good job dude um it was it was spot on Mm -hmm. i i want to address uh Dead Fist in the chat here. He says, call me a bad fan, but I only enjoyed the intro and the dwarfs. The rest I was eh about. I don't think that makes you a bad fan. No. no at all. It's it's okay to have an opinion on something that's not positive. I think it's, it, it's it would... It's just how you... I, th- I think it would be worse if there. you just like lied about liking it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I also think that th- this is a little bit like watching The Fellowship of the Ring. Watching... The first 20 minutes of Fellowship of the Ring and being like, man, I really enjoyed that intro battle scene, but like then I got to the Hobbit stuff and it was kind of boring. Yeah. But like, you haven't watched that's the rest of the movie. That's I, where we're and at, And I can yeah. totally understand mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're still in setup. Yeah. Give it a couple more episodes. Just see how it starts flowing. Maybe it will still be kind of meh for you, but yeah. chances mm-hmm. are, as we get into the main conflict of the story, it's going to start getting real crazy. Plus and, like... As going back to the Lord of the Rings comparison, we're getting a lot more. We're like, if this was Lord of the Rings, we'd be getting backstories for Gimli and Legolas and everybody else that's in the Fellowship. Yeah. Whereas in they kind of just tell you it real quick in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of just there to fight stuff. Yep. Um, but since it's a show, they're expanding a lot more. Yeah. Which is is nice. And, and speaking of it getting to like awesome stuff, one of the 
the big difference is, you know, and I talked to Luke about this earlier because I ran into Luke at a coffee shop this morning. That was completely kind of hilarious. Then the Shire stuff <clears throat> is the best. Um, <laughs> the action is definitely ticked up. Like we don't get a lot of it, but it's a lot more intense mm-hmm. in, in this than it was back in the movies. Um, and and that was kind of the expectation. I I didn't think I expected it to be um, as violent. Like when they fight in the cave at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, that's. That was a pretty... Was yeah, pretty there was brutal. blood. There was blood. <laughs> there was blood splatter. Like, a jaw was cut in half. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can get behind this. This is cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's the the TV helps because TV ratings you can get a little more with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, TV 14 is like, can be R, it's just without the language. Yeah. <laughs> and TVMA is <clears throat> definitely worse than R. Oh, yeah. Time. And if you're on cable television, as long as you start after 8 p.m., well, you gotta remember, come you know, a little bit. <laughs> twenty years ago, you you know making a PG thirteen movie twenty years ago is different than making a PG thirteen movie even today. Yes. So, say that again to me that it came out twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, Luke. Oh my gosh, you're old. You're old. I we're old. We're yeah, old. We're old. <laughs> um, I did want to talk a little bit about the Hobbits. Uh, the Harfoots. The Harfoots. Um, no, I I really enjoyed Nori. I think the Hobbits have been... I was talking with... Um, I have one complaint about Nori. Someone this week about how the Hobbits are maybe one of the things that make Tolkien's world so unique from other fantasy things. And the almost pure and idealized nature of them... Um, at least in Lord of the Rings, I thought I always really appreciated. And uh, is that moving back there? No, I'm just looking at your. Books. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a ghost. <laughs> um, and and I and I thought this kind of was a the uh, the Harfoots as kind of a early uh, proto Hobbit, I guess. Uh, I'm liking their little culture that we're seeing. The kind of these nomads that mm-hmm. have to pick up and just move around, but they're living off the land and they're doing their thing, and they don't they don't really want to be in, in anyone's business and that's that remains true throughout their evolution but they're always caught up in into it because of they can't not help people mm-hmm. or at least there's always someone who can't help not help someone yeah <laughs> there's always one of them i think my only complaint about nori right nori? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um and this is not a character complaint this is not an actress complaint this is more of a production complaint. Why do you hate it? It's the you worst. It's the worst. How dare they? <laughs> um, I think they should lighten up a little bit on her makeup for the show. Um, it's very, very evident mm-hmm. that her makeup is a little more overdone than other characters. Small bone to pick. It doesn't take anything away from the show, but it is. I, I do notice it when she's on screen. That's fair. Especially in episode two with uh, The Stranger. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a, it's, a, it's it's like ah uh, this feels weird. This is going to be a this is going to be a bad comparison, but it's a little bit like in The Hobbit when all of a sudden like half of the dwarves were like these young strapping yeah, yeah like yeah. attractive yeah cuz everybody else is kind of like, like no dwarves are like yeah these like kind of bigger burly not, husky That's people, not what yeah. they are, but but you do it because it's their main characters and they they need to be yeah. they need to look good on posters and yeah, it's just, I kind of feel that as a, like a main character, they're yeah. maybe making Nori just stand out a little bit. Yeah, because like it, you look at the it's Harfoot. a little bit too much, maybe. I didn't notice. 
What the heck, Tyler? You hate yeah, it. It's it's just noticeable, like because the rest of the Harfoots are a little more rugged and yeah. you know dirty because they're nomadic. Yeah. Um, again, has no impact on my enjoyment of the show. It's just something I like. I noticed it once, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't stop noticing it. I was like, yeah. ah, frick. I wish I hadn't <laughs> noticed that. It's kind of like the pink stain on the IMAX screen. Yeah. Here in Wichita. I pointed it out to One Luke. Little spot. Oh, like why 10 would minutes. you do that? Well, I thought he had seen You're it. You're going to ruin it. 10 the minutes moment. later, he's like, dude, I hate you. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? I had forgotten about it. Well, I'm glad I could remind you. Just don't see me in IMAX for a couple weeks. You'll forget. I'm going to accidentally dump all my popcorn all over your lap. Just watch a it's dark fine. movie. As long as the screen's yeah. dark, it's yeah. not noticeable. Yeah. It just can't be super bright. What's the next Snyder movie that's coming to IMAX? <laughs> oh, <God>. Nothing. <laughs> he's making movies for Netflix now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, you mentioned visuals. Yeah. Um, I was I was really impressed. Me too. Uh, the show is costing a billion dollars. It looks like it, but is. that's not per episode. It's sixty million per episode. Yeah. Crazy. Um, <laughs> I I thought it looked Movie really good. Episode. Remember how I talked about ballooning budgets earlier? I'm not gonna complain about this one. <laughs> and I will eat. I will eat that cake. What it a hypocrite! Fine. <laughs> throw it. Throw the shade my way. <laughs> um. But some, it's just one of the things that feels so like Lord of the Rings to me mm-hmm. is when you get that sweeping shot over a mountain landscape and there's just people yes. walking up it. Yes. So simple. It's such a simple <laughs> thing. And I'm sure other movies have done it. But for some reason, if it's like to Lord of the Rings music and there's an elf woman talking to you in the background, it just hits different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also love the you know, visually the the little transitions they do with the map. Mm-hmm. Big fan of those. Glad those are around still. Yeah, it does, and I think it helps ground you where you're at. I, there was one of them that I was like, "Ooh, I know what. I think I know what they're doing in the future with that." Wait, with based what? on a map, a map thing. Oh, okay. Where people were and how it's transitioned, and how you know what they were talking about, where they were going. In any case, I thought it was a maybe a nice little hint. So I'm hoping my hypothesis is, is correct. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. God, 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 um, God. Yeah, oh, 16, sorry. Easton over in the chat, 16 mil per episode is too much. Um, no, I he's got to defend it. I agree, but I'll allow it. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree, but I'll allow it. Um, Lord of the Rings is worth it. <laughs> I, I do hope that it doesn't I think the trend was already started, but I hope it doesn't... Game of Thrones started the trend. Let's be clear. It, the big budget streaming shows, Lord of the Rings, or Game of Thrones kicked that off. Um, I hope it doesn't get too crazy. There's a few companies that I think have handled things well. Apple's one of those that I think has made some visually stunning shows. Super high production value. I, I don't know what their you know cost per episode on Foundation was. Um, but I, it would, I mean, it would have been news if it was this crazy high. Yeah. Penny for your time. <laughs> so, and then, uh, obviously stranger things as well as kind of gone that direction, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a, always a give and take with what, I don't think I, what you can do. This might be a take. I don't know. I don't mind it with this because they want to put as much as they can into it. You go watch the show on Amazon you finish it, and what do you see? You see the terminal list pop up. Yeah. Go, oh, wow. That Well, I really like Lord of the Rings. Let's check out this other Amazon show. Mm. And then you just keep going down the list. Yeah. That's their, their <clears throat> the business mentality behind it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 No, and but I think you're right, Easton. At, at a certain point, like, 
you you probably don't need it to make that the, the quality of show that it is. Um, Peter Jackson be, didn't need it. But well, be, because of the, what's one hundred twenty five million dollars back then compared to now for those three movies? Because I mean, it's like inflation. Uh, yeah, I, don't, is a thing. I don't know. But but part of it is um, studios are less willing to take chances. So they're going to make sure that, you know, they're not going to give this a $30 million seasonal budget. And, you know, when they invested 400 and some 450 million in acquiring the rights, right? Like it's a, it's part of it's to protect your investment. Part of it does also, um, it's a big enough IP that people can, to a certain degree, you negotiate around that, right? Like, there's a reason why Knives Out two sold for as and three sold for as high as they did, and it's because because Netflix is bad at business. Because <laughs> <laughs> because Knives Out made money, right? Lord yeah. of the Rings is gonna make money, and so you want to put value into it. And what 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 do you, what do we find? I was looking up the budget for all three Lord of the Rings movies combined, and it's about I don't know. Five episodes worth of about half a season. Yeah, about half a season. Half a season. Oh, all right. So, um, I I want to circle back a little bit to what you talked about with the uh, visuals. I've been very impressed that everything has looked like it's fit into the Lord of the Rings. Um, the sweeping vistas, the cities. And in episode three, we're going to a an ancient human city. I'm very very excited. Um. Oh, so excited to see what they do there. Um, but I felt everything... Fe- I just felt that everything fits. Um, nothing stood out as like, oh, oh, that doesn't belong here. Even their Undying Land stuff felt... Yeah. Very grounded in probably what I would... What I am always imagined um, based on what Peter Jackson and that team gave us. 20 years ago. Uh, JT over in the chat. I wonder if Amazon's license was for five seasons or if they will have to renew with uh, Embracer. Oh, that's what we were talking about earlier, Luke. And if the yeah. next seasons will suffer. The rights for Lord of the Rings stuff is so confusing. It's very complicated. So, I don't, yeah. I, I'm I not, have no idea. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'm pretty sure it was for, I, I want to, I, they've made a commitment for five seasons. I don't know how that works out with licensing and what, what they've already, you know, if that was a public commitment or if that was a contractual agreement that they have, um, to make stuff. Generally though, if you have the rights to make things, um, you know, you have those rights until you don't make things for a number of years. Um, or a certain cutoff date comes, so they may have they may have done like a ten years worth of rights for these parts of the stories, um, and then after that they may have to renew, um, or it could be a, like an indefinite until they stop making things for it. I don't I, know. I think with any acquisition of of anything of this sort, though, if you have a contract for rights, that contract is generally honored. For the most part, yeah. When it comes to stuff like this, I, sure yeah. I hope so. I mean, you kind of see it in the video game world. Unless you're Warner Bros. Discovery. 
like when Xbox bought Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah. They still let Deathloop be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah. It's like that contract already existed. Right. I think Lord of Ring Lord of the Rings being at Amazon, that contract exists. I think Embracer would be smart to let that be because at at worst they're gonna get a percentage share. Yeah. Oh no, we got money. <laughs> we got paid because a company with way more money than us took care of something we now own. Dang it. This cost us nothing. Yeah. Fellowship of the Ring cost ninety three. Which you looked up, yep. and that's one fifty-five in today dollars, yep. which is only slightly less than a million a minute. That's that's kind of crazy. Yeah. About where the new shows are at. Yeah, I'm glad someone who does. Daniel math, Star, you're the man. Thank does, you for doing the math for. Who does math good did it for me because I am a picture person. That's kind of awesome. I um, could have done the math because I am an accountant. I do Excel math quite a bit. Anything, but I didn't want to. <laughs> anything before... I, I had a couple questions I wanted to ask you guys. Um, Let's go into it. If, to the show. if there's anyone in the chat with questions or, or things you want to talk about that we haven't yet, shoot them at yeah, us, while we're, at us while we're talking about our questions here. So my first question gets into spoiler territory. So I'll be vague. Okay. Who do you think The Stranger is? Oh! Uh, it's Elsie Bray. <laughs> Gonna get any <laughs> Destiny references as I can. Oh yeah. Um. This they're doing a good job at keeping things, dropping different hints, because there's some there's some hints about like when the stranger lands. There's some discussion about like the fire they're around not being hot, and there's a mention earlier about. Fire not being hot because of, you know, a you know certain evil has sucked all of the mm-hmm. heat out of the area, um, so that you know that leans maybe, maybe more Sauron. Um, I think there's what? also some some imagery there. Uh, Lord of the Rings is is certainly not, um, while not as uh, on the nose as. Uh, Narnia in terms of religious imagery. Paradise. <laughs> we've uh, got um, you know, we've we've, <laughs> we've got some some uh uh Lucifer falling, being yeah. the fallen angel falling as a star falling from sky, the sky imagery that that could be, you know, collaborated there. At the same time he does some things with the fireflies that are a little more Gandalf-esque, maybe a wizard. Um Who's the wizard that was in the woods? Radagast. Radagast. Yeah. He does not fit that character fit that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I saw he's on somebody's list. I saw that on Twitter. He's the wizard like, that got out of the loony bin and was allowed his death. <clears throat> um, I think my top two picks are Sauron and Gandalf. I, th- I think... I think... I think it's... At the end of the day, I think it's Gandalf. See, I, I go, I lean the other the way. The other way? At the end of the yeah, day, I, I don't think know. it's Sauron. I don't know. I, I, that's what I love about what they've yeah. given us yeah. so far. It could be either. Oh. Uh, we're talking about the one that's landed from the sky, GT. Yes. Because um, he, he's right. There's technically two strangers. Oh, yes. Um, point. Yeah, Sauron and Gandalf, I think, is what everybody's going to. But I don't think it's Gandalf. I think if it is, it's either Sauron or another what are they called? Mayor, Mayor, Meyer? They're what they are. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, not wizards. They're like a, but a wizard. super special but a race. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I think it's gonna be. It would be a new one. Um, I also thought. I've also heard an interesting maybe theory. Maybe Sauruman was also a. Yeah. It crossed my mind. I heard. I saw an interesting theory about how they think it's gonna be the person that turns into a, the Balrog. Oh. Ooh. Because I okay. I'm just reading stuff. I'm saying <laughs> stuff that I saw random people write online, and I don't know if it's true. So I'll take any criticism whatsoever. But they are saying that those, like, the corrupted wizards, kind of like, or whatever that Sauron is, some of them turned into Balrogs, I guess. Oh. So is Bal- that true? Balrogs and wizards are kind of the same. They're at the same hierarchy. They're at the, they're they're the both, same level. They're both S-tier. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, the Balrogs are the most terrible of the Maiar spirits Maiar. who became the servants of Melkor, the dark enemy. Sorry, I have my Tolkien Dictionary book right here. Aaron, How convenient! I, I like Arendelle Sarr's backing of your theory. The wizard that loves the hobbits. That's, you know, I thought it was a nice parallel. Like, I think the reason the reason Gandalf is so fond of hobbits is because there was a hobbit that, like, saved him, saved him took yeah. care of him. I just, I like, would Gandalf be around at this time yes yeah yes he's old balls yeah um wrinkly balls (laughs) for sure for sure he would be i I really enjoy not knowing any of the lore of this it's really interesting to go into it that's pretty cool um i i really don't think any of the random people are sauron i'm pretty sure sauron is just alive out there yeah just kind of hanging out i i I just don't think it's going to be as complicated as people think. To me, it doesn't make as much sense for, like, Sauron, who is already on the ground on Middle-earth, to, like, suddenly fall from the sky. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, Which is, I I think you're doing some misdirection misdirection there. (laughs) I'm with you. All right, sweet. I'm jumping on on your caravan. I think it's a random wizard, and maybe he learns... You're a random wizard. Thank you. I'd love to be a wizard. Yo, wizard, Harry. Um, No, my name is Harry. Oh, okay. My grandpa's name is Harry. Oh gosh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Carry on, keep going. Um, it's gonna be a different wizard, one we don't know, and maybe he like is friends with Gandalf and he's like, yo, these Harfoot Hobbit people are freaking cool, bro. Yeah. And that's like where he gets Could his be. trust. It's Gandalf's dad. Gandalf Senior. One of the one, so so you think it's a, a new New character. A, a completely new character, not one of the... Or is it one of the unnamed blue wizards? It's like Billy Bob the Blue or something. Okay, so one of the blue wizards. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next, um, next the other thing, guy, uh, the other stranger, do you have a question about him? No, but we can answer it there too. I think he's the king of the men that is missing. I think he's Aragorn. The Aragorn role. Because uh, they're like, yes. our king will return, blah, 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 blah. He's, he ran away. Yeah, he. I think he's the. He has his little sigil on his necklace. He's not. He's not of the Numenorean race, though. Yeah. He's, he's an act like a human current human, human yeah. not a uh, high human or whatever. I, I literally like saw him. One of the Dunedain Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed with an all knife. <laughs> oh, Arendelle Star, which we should acknowledge, Aaron Arendelle Star is a Lord of the Rings reference. Um. The Balrog was dug out by the dwarves. The wizards are the last to arrive. All the other Mary are just there. Um. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, but I think, so you're talking timeline things. I will say, I'm not 100% sure how precise Amazon is going to be with the timeline. I think they have the liberty and are willing to probably fudge things a little bit. Um, so, you know, the fact that, you know, technically all the, you know, Gandalf shows up at the beginning of the third age or whatever. Um, how long is an age? Just a random question. Two thousand, a thousand, two thousand years? Doesn't it like Elrond when For he's me, fighting Saruman? sixty-five days. <laughs> I know that's not how it works in fantasy land. Like in the prequel for the prequel, the intro for Fellowship, he's like they're talking that story about when they went to Mordor and fought. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that like three thousand years or something? Yeah. He's like I was three thousand years. I was there three thousand years ago. So, that sounds about right. I still think that's where the show's going to end. So where was Gandalf here? <laughs> so my my dictionary here. This is true. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah. He was sent uh, about the year 1000 of the Third Age. He was chosen as one of the Astari or wizards to be sent to Middle-earth called Gandalf the Grey. So, yeah, like in deep canon, I mean, the, oh, the, novel, canon. the novel canon, <laughs> like, yes, you're right. It's probably too early for him to show up. But they can... Change it. I, I think they're gonna change it. I don't think they're <laughs> not that it's not that they're playing fast and loose, but it's you know what fits their their story. And I don't know. Maybe maybe this is a completely new character. Could be Billy Bob the Blue. Could be. <laughs> Theories. His name isn't Billy Bob the Blue. Okay. I uh, I'm gonna write a bad review on Rotten Tomatoes and Amazon. Moving on, Tyler. <laughs> what's your next? Moving question? on from the stranger before people get upset. Uh, what's up with the blade? Oh, the dark blade. Is that, is that what we're no, yeah, I don't know. It's the, an evil blade. Yeah, the the blood blade. I'm waiting for Arendelle Star to just tell me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. It it obviously play has some parallels with um, Aragorn's blade. Yeah. Uh, this the sword that was broken. Or Isildur's. And we're the flame of the West. Forged from the shards of Nass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, in, I just think there's some interesting parallels there. Um, but it being probably a dark version. I would guess, based on what they've shown us of Sauron already, that it's not Sauron's blade. Um, Maybe one of his goon's blades. <sighs> could be like a high ranking lieutenant or a i mean it could it could even be further back something with melkor um i don't know what he's got i think it's gonna turn old theo into one of the ring wraiths hmm is he the one that he gets the flaming <laughs> torch in his face on <laughs> Would that, would be, that would be playing a little more fast and loose with lore, since the ring wraiths were traditionally the kings the, of the men. nine kings of men who received rings. Who's his dad? The don't elf. know. The elf. We don't know. <laughs> I I might want to. Oh, I don't know if you're talking about theory yet. Yeah, I mean that that yes, that symbol is there for sure. It's it's the symbol of Sauron. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's my guess. Whoever that kid's dad is, he's got some claim to some throne somewhere, and he's gonna become a ring wraith. Boom! Billy, stamping it. Billy Bob the raise Boo. a clone. <laughs> Going with that. That's Luke's old theory. From yeah, Star Wars. it probably it probably is. I mean, it's, it's the best theory. A Morgoth ever. blade is, in some, uh, in some regard, uh, JT. It's I'm just not sure whose it was. Right. He's dead. I oh. bet that sounded really strange. Look at that! Look at that uh, illustration of Melkor. Okay, there. isn't that lovely? Last question, not a lore question. Okay, not a not a weird question. Who's your favorite character so far? Galadriel. It's it's in between Galadriel and Ander Andrin. Arendir. Arendir. is my favorite. I also really like uh, Prince Durin. Yeah, oh, I find him great. very funny. Yeah, yes, he's good. He's good. Yeah. yeah. I like them all, but my favorite is it's, Aaron Deer. It's hard. I mean, the question could be, who's your least favorite? And I, I wouldn't know how to answer Yeah, I could yeah, answer that question. That would I, be there's harder. not a character I dislike. That would be harder. Uh, the High King of the Elves. Uh, maybe? Because he's sick. Galadriel <laughs> Helm. Why would you? <laughs> the, one, the one elf who stood up to Galadriel. Yeah. <laughs> that, little, that little turd. Thondir? <laughs> yeah. What was his name? Whatever his name was. No, Galadriel. We're going home. <laughs> We're cowards. <laughs> that's my last question. No, I think that's that's a good one. Um, man, I you know what? Can't wait for water cooler talk on this one. Or tomorrow. section Ooh. that I tomorrow at work. Oh, at work. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the bit that I didn't expect to really even be in the show, but I really loved was Galadriel's at sea bit. The worm. The yeah. The leviathan worm whatever it is and i hope the worm comes back the uh i just want to see the whole thing again and that's that's one of those it was her that was that was her choice right go Mm -hmm. back to characters and choice i i always come back to characters and choices and her deciding to not go through slight spoilers for episode two uh to the Undying Lands, to reject that, jump in to the back into the sea and swim, you know, uh, probably a long ways. Oh, very long ways. <laughs> um, I think it that just speaks to her character. It's kind of like um, I've already forgotten how you pronounced his name. Arndor, Arndir, 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 and his decision to like stay and help, stay and help, right, like. All the other elves are leaving, and he's like, I want to at least see if this is something that, like, I don't know, maybe it is, maybe it is a, you know, he gets turned away right there, and he does walk back, but he's at least making that choice to, to try something, um, to, to, to see, is this, is this relationship, relationship something that could work? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Characters and choices make for good stories. The journey of... of uh, Dead Fist, real quick. The journey of uh, Galadriel letting go of her brother's oath will be an interesting one. Yes. It's um, going to be heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. I think there's going to be a lot <laughs> of suck. emotional <laughs> baggage in there. And I don't know if we're getting it in one season. It, that may be a multi-season arc. Yeah, that mm. might be the show's arc. Yeah, the in reality, it could be. 
All right. Brings you, the power discussion. You had a uh, you had a, a, a response for Easton. Yes. Uh, Easton asks, "Who's winning the Super Bowl this year?" Not media entertainment, but still curious. Football is media entertainment. <laughs> and I will die on that hill. <laughs> um, I think the the betting favorite is the Bills right now. Um, I think the pressure gets to the Bills. Oh, I hate my pick so much. Oh. The Bucks. The Bucks are either going to win every game or no games because Tom Brady's wife is leaving him. <laughs> oh. That's really bad. Um, I actually think it's the Chiefs this year. I think the Chiefs look really good. I think their offense is, is going to be moving much better now. Um, As Kansas I think boys, the, that's the right answer. And I think what they've done through the draft defensively is really impressive. I think they're going to be really good. I think I, I did a, a pick show on the sports network I'm a part of, and I actually had the Chiefs going uh, 13 and 4 in the regular season. So, hot take. Thank you. <laughs> hot, completely. Uh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Take. Okay. Unintelligible take. I think Russ, Russ Wilson leads the, cow, uh, the oh, Cowboys. Jesus. The, you don't know what <laughs> that, would, that would be a twist. The other, the other horse team, the Broncos, and shoves it in Seattle's face. Have Week t- one, have oh, Seattle's the worst team in the NFL <laughs> this year. I'm not just being nice, Easton. I actually don't like the Chiefs. Um, I just think what they've done is pretty undeniable. As long as Mahomes doesn't try to get cute, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be really good. You think their O-line can protect them this year? Yeah. I feel like that's always... Again, the, don't the, get cute. Take what the, the defense gives you that's and fair. win games. That's fair. Part of it's, you know, they... Do a decent job protecting him most of the time, but if he gets cute and he hangs on to it too long, that's when he gets unnecessary. He takes unnecessary hits. That's when he My gets favorite, shaken up and yeah. they make mistakes. Yep, and he, if they can stay healthy, like if Mahomes doesn't have some weird random little injury that makes no sense, I mm-hmm. think we'll be all right. Yeah. My favorite highlight from the Chiefs though is watching Mahomes no look and a wide open touchdown <laughs> into the stands <laughs> because he was trying to be cool. I hate that crap. Um, well, Tyler picked the Chiefs, so I'll pick the Commanders. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just don't put money on that. <laughs> Too late. Already did. Sports betting has come to Kansas. It is. I've already won some monies. I've, I've already dismissed about 100 of those ads, and they keep Dude, feeding me. I'm so the tired of it. The algorithm doesn't work. I've told you I'm not interested. The algorithm can suck it. Easton, I'm game. As long as it's not when the commanders are playing. I don't like to watch commanders games with other people. <laughs> Just being honest. Tyler gets he gets very intense. Will you ever let me watch one with you? Actually, I have watched one with him. We went to a commander's yes. game. We did. <laughs> and I, I no. yelled a lot. Oh, an, yes, actual an actual game. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying my experience with Tyler is somehow less because it was a <laughs> yes. preseason game. Yes, it was. <laughs> we went to a Monday night game. Yeah, it was, it was freaking awesome. Oh, God. Yeah, it was it was great. It came down to like the bitter end. It did. Tyler cried because they lost. Dude, they so <laughs> I guess to provide color for that conversation, I did not cry. Um, yeah, he, he did. But Josh Doxson looked like he caught a touchdown almost right in front of us. It was just a little over <laughs> to the other side of the, the goalpost. Um, but he dropped it. And like where we were sitting, because you know, we were sitting really close to the field because we're cool like that. Yeah. Um, where he dropped it at, we couldn't see him. So I was like 
screaming, yelling. I was so fired up. And then like the ref comes over and he's like, no. And I was like, what? I was like so upset, man. It's so fun though. That was that was a fun game. It was super loud too. One day the commanders will make it to a Super Bowl. They'll be dead. And yeah. <laughs> and you'll have to you'll have to watch it with other people because there's no way you're gonna watch the Super Bowl by yourself in your basement. Okay. Um I've actually asked Dana if ever the commanders make it to the Super Bowl if I cannot go anywhere and just watch it by myself. Oh man. I don't want to watch it with anybody because I don't uh, No. That, I, that I, will not be a healthy experience gonna, for anybody gonna, else. Let's 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 talk to Dana. We'll get a webcam set up without his knowledge, and we'll just we'll watch we'll him, him. We'll watch him watching the game. <laughs> I would look like a degenerate gambler <laughs> with no money on the game. You're gonna you're gonna look like Adam Sandler in the freaking uncut gems. Uncut gems. Pro- probably. <laughs> I've still not seen that movie. It's a great movie. That's what I hear. I yeah, really the, almost gave me a heart attack. I know it. The anxieties. If the commanders go to the Super Bowl, I would prefer to watch it alone or like with my brother, because he's a Commanders fan, or like obviously Dana. But we're not good enough for him, Luke. It's not that you aren't good enough. You know what? I've come to accept that already. <laughs> I haven't. That'll never be cool enough <laughs> to watch is, a Commanders game with Tyler. We watched a Commanders. Oh no, we watched the Redskins game together. That's oh, right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Free Commanders. I will watch Commanders games with people. I just when it comes down to like the playoff push, though, I don't like to. <laughs> That's it. I tried to watch story. the Chiefs Super Bowl win by myself, but I had roommates at the time, and mm. they were watching it in the basement, and their feed was ahead of mine, and I kept hearing them scream whenever something oh. happened, so I had to go watch with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! As someone who waited his whole life. Watch his team in the Super Bowl. This is Easton talking. Yes. Watching it by yourself isn't a bad idea. However, the emotion is so huge, no one else matters. And if you win, everyone hugs you and loves on you. We would. And if they lost, we would still hug on you so let me, and love you. I'll also add, uh, I'm a hockey fan. And when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup in 2018, I cried my eyes out. So there's, so, there's also that. <laughs> the waterworks will be very real if the Commanders win a Super Bowl in my lifetime. It's so interesting for me with with sports. I get very anxious. I get high anxiety, and I get angry. But I, I'm never brought to like tears of joy. Or I'm even like that evening. I won't go to bed like a high on cloud nine. I'll take the next day. Off. It's so it's so weird. <laughs> I'll be a mess, dude. I I get so upset when my like if, when the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl. Like it's aggravating and it eats me alive but if they when they win it's like oh that was awesome i don't i don't understand why i don't have that high washington won the super bowl i'm not invested enough i guess after the 91 season in 1992 the year i was born and they've not been back since i'm the curse you are the curse well they're gonna have to be cursed for a while well they have dan snyder as their owner they'll be cursed (laughs) until he dies so that sounds morbid. I don't want him to Whee die. Woo, boy. Sorry, sports. Let's, uh... <clears throat> well, I can't wait to talk about... Easton, send me that picture, please. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about more Lord of the Rings in the coming weeks um, as we get we get further into the season uh, and probably some more football as well as we get into that season. So, football! thank you all for watching here live on Twitch. Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. 
uh, twitch.tv slash whatthefanboy. Uh, obviously, you can watch all of these on YouTube as well or listen to them via your favorite podcast app. Thank you for tuning in this week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye.